to the Monday, June 6th edition of the TV on Basketball Podcast with your host, TV. We are back again with another weekend recap of the NBA. There are some very important topics to discuss, and yeah, we should be getting right into it. But before we get into this podcast episode, I obviously have to do my plugging. Please follow at TV on Basketball on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for updates on the podcast and for other content. If you're listening to my podcast on Podbean, please remember to like, share, follow. If you are on Apple Podcasts, remember to please subscribe, give a five-star review, and all that good stuff. Remember, we're also on Spotify and also on Anchor as well. So we're all, we're all over the place. We are continuing to do this three times a week. We appreciate all the support. And yeah, we got all that plugging out the way. Let us get right into the episode. So the first topic I want to discuss is... You know, just going to give like a little update on what the NBA bubble is looking like in terms of like COVID cases and all that. So over the weekend, we have learned that Red Landry Shamit of the LA Clippers um, contracted the COVID-19. And as I said last Friday, they actually closed down the facilities until um, their practice facilities. So because of the COVID cases. So yeah, the Clippers are um, going to... I guess they're just going to... Um, go into um, Orlando, like, without their practice facility. I know they're not, they've like, closed because of the COVID cases, so, yeah, unfortunate for that, but hopefully they're still be um, ready for Orlando. Um, another Heat player has been, um, has been, um, has contracted the virus. I said last Tuesday that two undisclosed Heat players um, contracted the virus, and now a third one has. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um... Another team that shut down the practice facilities is the Milwaukee Bucks, who um, who um, can, um, did some COVID tests on Saturday night and came back. Um, some came back positive, so they decided to close down their facilities. And those are all the updates from the weekend. Um, the, uh, what I'm seeing here is just the cases are continuing to piling up, and some teams are just going to disclose names. Some aren't. I mean, it's up to their discretion, really. But um, yeah, these I mean these cases are piling up, but the thing is like I think by the time Orlando comes, I'm not sure how many other people are gonna interact the case, but the ones currently right now like should be um COVID free by the time they come to Orlando. But will some people miss the start of the season because of COVID? I I believe it's very likely. And the NBA is gonna have to prepare for that. I mean it could be some um could be like just NBA stars that contract the virus and the start of the season is going to just be a little bit wonky but hopefully i think the the key here is that they can um you know um keep them in the bubble so that by the time playoff time comes around everyone should be hopefully um covid free and like we can have like a nice little playoff like the, a playoff a really good playoff um competition because if people, if some people start coming down with COVID, it's not going to be a guess fun watching, especially if it's some of the bigger name guys. I mean, either way, like, hopefully we can just have a like, nice full team still playoffs, and these um, the bubble can like, contain these guys, or, or contain the virus, hopefully. And the next topic we're going to be going is, uh, we're going to be talking about is um, the NBA releasing the full list of approved statements to put in the back of jerseys. I was discussing last time that some of these um, players. Um, wanted to um, put their own thing, but now the NBA um, has made like, an approved list for um, for the statements. 
and they include stuff like you know Black Lives Matter, say their names, vote, I can't breathe, justice, peace, equality, freedom, enough, power to the people, justice now, say her name, si se puede, um, hopefully I pronounced that right, liberation, see us, hear us, respect us, love us, listen, listen to us, stand up, ally, anti-racist, I am a man, speak up, how many more, group economics, education reform, and mentor. So that is the full list, and, you know, I've seen on Twitter that some people have been down on this because it limits um, the players on what um, what the whites can put in the back of their jerseys, and therefore it's like, I mean, it's freedom of speech, but also not really because they are limited to those phrases. But the thing what people forget here is that um, this is just from a completely, like, kind of like an, like a from a standpoint of like financial like these apparently like, you can like change these jerseys like every day every game like sometimes you can have a um it's not like you're like tied down to that one jersey for that entire bubble like, sure you could put black lives matter one day but if you want to choose you can go with um you know um some of the other things like maybe you can have black lives matter one day you can have freedom another day and i think the reason why they are like just keeping it to that list is that it's already hard, like, it's going to be already hard, um, expensive, like, making these jerseys anyway. And if you just give them, like, free reigns and like that, it's just going to be kind of, like, too bronze stuff. And it's going to be, like, um, you know, it's, it's going to be, like, too much to produce. And if you can, like, at least limit it to this, like, you have a kind of a pool of, like, jerseys you can have. And sure, like, it could, um, you know, it's not going to be as... Um, you, you think it's not going to give much freedom, but, but the thing is, like, you know, they're trying to, like, still keep up an appropriate, um, um, you know, an appropriate product for television. Because, like, you know, like I said before, like, you're going to have John Moran put stuff in, like, F12 or, and stuff like that. Like, they're going to still have to put, like, a family-friendly um, TV product on. And, sure, they can create a system where they can, like, approve stuff. But, you know, it's just going to be, like... Kind of like, you know, like I said, it's a game-to-game -game basis that they can have these other jerseys. So if they have like a pool of things, like, sh like it's still like sending like some good messages out there. You know, Black Lives Matter. Um, you know, Justice Now. Say her name. Like, there's some like um, good, like, social justice messages here. And you know, people always find reason to complain. And but you know, I for one am happy just the NBA is like giving them like a platform to um, to stand up for these social justice issues and. You know, the NBA, I like the NBA is just, like, willing to give people, um, their players a platform. They're very pro-player, and this is, like, another one of those ways, like, they want them to speak up on these other things. The NBA doesn't want to be, like, associated with these, um, uh, with systemic racism, and, they, and they're trying to, like, work from within. Like, I've listened to podcasts, like, from, like, Lloyd Pierce. I've seen interviews with Greg Popovich, and saying they really want to create this change, and... You know, they have, like, all these committees and stuff, and I think they're all, like, trying to, like, work together to help do this, and... Having like these statements, I mean, although limited, is is like is doing good. Like I don't think like there's like any bad coming out of this. Like you got to look at like a lot of times like you know the bright side of things and just the fact that they're able to do this. Like it's good. It's really good. It's good part on, from the NBA. So I for one, I'm happy about this and yeah, I'm just glad to see that the like the NBA is going forward with this. Hopefully they do more of this type of stuff. I mean, 
They also are adding Black Lives Matter to like the courts and stuff, which is absolutely fantastic. So good on the NBA. Continue to spread the message. Hopefully we can see more of this down the line. Next topic I'm going to be talking about is the um, NBA releasing the schedule for some of the scrimmage games. So it's basically the preseason to the um, official regular season games. Um, there's going to be two games played a day with um, each team playing about three games. And, you know, it's kind of like unfair for them to throw like the players right into the Wolves, I guess. Like, I mean, they haven't played since mid-March, so they're going to need some sort of warm-up. At least it's kind of like a... Small regular season game, not too many games, just three games. And hopefully they're televised because the reports are saying, like, um, hopefully, like, in the next few days, you get, like, a proposed, like, TV schedule for it and stuff. But I would really want just any basketball. If they're going through this, like, any basketball is basketball. So please, basketball, just, even if it's preseason games, I'll take those. Just, like, it's like a little mini fix. So, yeah, hopefully we get um, these untelevi uh, um, televised. And yeah, at least like the NBA players have just some a good, like a nice little warm up before they start the season. The next topic I'm going to be discussing is um, a big name actually sitting out of of the um, sitting out the NBA um, bubble in Orlando, and that is going to be Victor Oladipo, who um, he announced that he was not going to um, return to the bubble because of. Um, just so we can continue rehab, because as you, as most NBA fans will know, he was out for like basically over a year because of a, um, a meniscus. I believe it's a meniscus injury. I could be wrong, but yeah, he he's going to continue to rehab the rest of the season uh, for the rest of the season and will not be playing basketball. Um, he played only 13 games since his return, and it was really difficult for him to find his rhythm, especially early, because um, in his 13 games that he played, he averaged 13.4 points per game, pretty bad shooting percentages, and it, he just didn't look like, he looked like himself. And although he was trying to find his like, groove, like in the latter part of his return, like I know, like his his final, the final game before quarantine, and it, like he had 27 points. I mean, he was trying to find his groove, but. You know, he talked about in this interview, like, how he wasn't really comfortable, like, it was, like, still, like, very much bothering him, and, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, I completely respect this decision for um, not playing, but, you know, it, it just, like, would, it, he would have made the Pacers, like, one of those, like, formidable opponents in the East, and now without him, even if he wasn't at 100%, like, it, he just, it just gives him no chance, like, Victor Oladipo, like, last season, I believe, yeah, he won... Most improved player, I believe it was two seasons ago. Yeah, Victor Oladipo won it two seasons ago, and um, you know, even if he like wasn't coming back 100, like he would have still been like an awesome player to have, especially on the defensive end. He's like one of their good shot creators. I mean, he would have been a threat, and even if he wasn't 100, like he was still like like elevated the Pacers to a certain point. But now that he's not playing, I mean, I I don't give them any chance whatsoever. Sure, Sabonis had an all-star year. Sure, Milestone has had a really good season. But, you know, with, um, you know, I don't know, like, the status of Jeremy Lamb coming back because I know he wasn't supposed to play the remainder of the season. I'm not sure if he's, he's going to come back with Oladipo not playing back. They just don't have the perimeter players to match up with some of these top teams with ease. I mean, like, just the guys ahead of them, like Miami, they're going to have they're gonna have to deal with Jimmy Butler. They have no answer for him. The 76ers, no, one, no answer for Ben Simmons. Um, the Boston Celtics, when you have someone like Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker, 
Yeah, no chance. The Raptors, when you have someone like Kyle Lowry, Pascal Siakam operate from the perimeter, no. I mean, it's cool that the Pacers have like those nice twin towers and Turner and Sabonis, but in today's day and age in the NBA, and plus like how weak their kind of like wing positions are, I don't give them any chance. But um, you know, they had a good um, they had a good season. I mean, Sabonis they're gonna be still in games, but without Victor Oladipo, yeah. I mean, like I just consider them maybe like a very very slim like dark horse contender just because if Victor can find his groove. Um, find a way back to 100% with the play that Sabonis was playing, like, that's a nice little one-two combo that could um, prove to be very lethal, but now we're not going to be able to see that. Hopefully, um, Victor is very successful in his rehab, and we could see, uh, you know, Victor Oladipo at full strength by next season. So that's all the NBA topics for today, but um, because there wasn't really much news, and I want to kind of, like, dip my foot, like, and stuff outside the... NBA, I'm going to be talk like, I'm going to, like, introduce a new um, series where, you know, I'm going to be talking about stuff kind of, like, maybe one topic every um, update episode on just stuff outside the NBA, like, just stuff that I see, like, I mean, I'm not going to be as knowledge as I am on basketball, like, I grew up watching basketball and everything, but if I could, like, talk about other like, sports, like, I just think it would be like, a great way for, you know, just to, like, have like, a nice change of pace on this podcast, so, yeah, I'm going to try to do, like, one, like, um, one news piece of episode that is not has to do with the NBA. And it could be something about NFL, um, and maybe like you know, um, soccer, the Champions League, the Premier League, and stuff like that. Just like those type of news, uh, those type of news. Maybe something massive happens in hockey or baseball, and I'll just talk about that as well. So, yeah, one topic an episode where I'm gonna just, you know, not talk about the NBA, but something just like some big news in general that happened in sports that I, at least I can get my thoughts on. And we're gonna start it today because there's a very um, um, big news are coming out this weekend because um, the watch um, racialized teams and just like because um, of like racialized teams and them trying to again uh, like in sports world and them trying to uh, change their names and more in more um, specifically the Washington Redskins and the Cleveland Indians um, the Redskins being an NFL team and the Cleveland Indians being an MLB team are reviewing their team names uh, and they may be in line for. Uh, a name change because both have um, direct cor- um, correlations to um, First Nations um, tribes and stuff like that, and you know, so a lot of like a lot of they've been criticized in the past for like having like these like, racialized names, and they've been like called to change it, but they haven't really gone around to that. And there's like a lot of people like in 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 the scenario, like looking at the situation kind of from two different spectrums. One, you know, these are like racialized um, names that kind of like show kind of systemic racism in America that these like names are just like considered like fine to be used even though like um, it's kind of like specified around like one like certain group of people and stuff like that. So there's people like playing from that side of the spectrum and there's others who are saying like you know it's not that big of a deal and stuff like that like and it doesn't really have a kind of racial tone to it. It's not like, like a slur or anything. It's just like um, they're kind of the tribe leader or something. It's something like that. Um, or like the name of their tribe and stuff. Um, so it's like they consider like it not, not as big of a deal because there's no like ill intent behind it. And, you know, people are fighting over this about um, social media. But the thing is like the people who haven't really had a say in this 
and and stuff like that that we don't really hear the voices of are the people who are they're actually like being offensive to or so-called offensive to to the first nations and this is like what i kind of like want to talk about in terms of like these like situations like instead of like speaking out for that group like you know let them decide where they think it's offensive or not and because like you know it's their like it's being like they're the ones being attacked and you know at this time where racism is put under a microscope like the most important thing to really um, discuss here is, is like not really like, um, it's, it's like most important for those like not directly underneath the Microsoft, like people like, like, um, non like First Nations people or people who are like not black in terms of like the Black Lives Matter protests. Like, the best thing to do in these situations is, just um, to be like, just to listen honestly, like. It's not good to like speak out for other people, and in, in these situations, especially like when social justice is trying to be um, like is like trying to be like we're trying to like, solve these issues. It's like it's better to like, amplify the voices of those affected than to speak out for them themselves. An example of this is um, the Kansas City Chiefs, who um, their name is like um, directed towards the um, has like First Nation. Um, history and what they had to do was you know they surveyed um the tribes that um of whether and asked them like whether they think like this is offensive or not and 95 percent of them said no this is not offensive at all like, go ahead and use the um use the name and the worst thing you can do in these like situations is you know assume like like what these guys are feeling like i think like it's like it's probably just better to like let it speak up for themselves and you know, just listen to them, like, not, like, ignore the situation entirely, but you guys gotta, like, we gotta just listen and just amplify their voices. Like, let those effect, um, affected speak out and amplify their voices. Like, just not voice for them. And that comes to, like, with a lot of these, um, like I said, in these social justice issues, the Black Lives Matter movement, First Nations, like, I think it's better, like, if we just give them a platform to speak, rather than, like, let those, like, who are not directly affected, like, speak out for them, so... Yeah, um, this is like, again, getting a bit more political, but like one of the biggest news coming out the weekend, and I just want to like discuss it. But I think this is where we are going to end the episode. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to be back on Wednesday with another top 10 um, players from an NBA franchise, which is going to be um, awesome. going to be working on that. Um, and on Friday, we're going to be doing another um, weekend review podcast, and... Yeah, um, I'm thinking of starting a YouTube channel and putting this on YouTube, which is going to be absolutely great. Hopefully I can put this on some more um, podcast networks. So, yeah, hopefully um, we can do that in the near future. But I think this is where we're going to end it. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys have a great day. And I'll talk to you next time. Peace.